This Moment Outdoors is brought to you by L.L. Bean, official partner of the National Park Foundation for the Find Your Park movement. This week, your favorite camping gear. We had listeners call in to tell us about the products that make life on the road easier. If I forget those, we turn around. A new RV concept that has a lot of heads turning. And our good friend, Sean Martinez, takes us to the 36th annual Portland Fall RV and Van Show, giving us his thoughts on several RVs you might want to check out. It's like a mini toy hauler, and I'm trying to figure it out. This is RV Miles. Welcome to episode 110 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, crisscross North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. We, uh, this week, continue our extended involuntary stay (laughs) in Minot, North Dakota. I don't know how many more times we can say that before it gets really boring. (laughs) As I recover from an unexpected brain surgery. You know what I was thinking? I don't know if you feel this way, but does it not seem like a million years ago since we did episode 100 where we introduced Ranger Gandalf Traley, the second working title? It feels so long yeah. ago. And, you know, then we had time without it. We were I, uh, in a hotel while I was in the hospital. And I know. We've just, we're home now, which it, is nice. It's wonderful. We came back on Monday and we're at a KOA here in the Minot area. And it was, I'll admit, a little hard to transition from the hotel back into the trailer uh, it rained all day long and it was really cold and we had way more things in that hotel than I realized. And so <laughs> I ended up having to do a trip over here and then I came to get you guys and then we all went back and uh, I really, really considered adding on another night Yeah, because I just didn't want to keep doing that. And it's been raining a lot here since. I just feel like the sky is crying. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like all day long rain. It rained for 17 hours yesterday. People were so happy today that when I went to pick up your medication at three o'clock this afternoon, I had to go by the pharmacy first, which is across the street from the hospital. So I park, I get out, I'm walking through the parking lot. Three different people, just as I'm walking to the parking lot into the building, were like, beautiful day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just kept saying, it was I know, like 80 the, degrees out. I, know, I said, the sun <laughs> is shining. People were so happy to see the sun. Probably half a dozen people today have asked me if I think it's a beautiful day or am I happy that the sun is shining? <laughs> so the sun is out. It's Friday the 13th. There's a full moon. There's a lot going on here in Minot, North Dakota today. I'm doing better and better every day. Oh, yes. Let's talk. Let's. I'm sorry. I forgot to make this we're, about you. <laughs> we're about halfway through my treatment not about we are halfway through today's friday Um, the 13th 
and we have 21 more days to go. We've done 21 days. We have mm-hmm. 21 days to go. You are four weeks post-op today as well and three weeks from coming home. Mm-hmm. And we've had a li- we've had a few changes this week. We've talked a little bit about over on Facebook and they suspect you were having some issues with one of the oral antibiotics that you were taking. It was, you were kind of having some nausea and some vomiting and then you were developing this rash that was sort of like blanketing your whole body. It's getting a little personal here. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, yeah, because like we haven't really just shared everything. Uh, and so they. <laughs> long story short, I'm on a second IV antibiotic. So yes. I take seven IV antibiotic treatments in a day. Yeah. So I did the math on it and you are hooked up to some form of IV antibiotic eight and a half hours a day. Yeah. It's a full-time job for you. And they're right spaced now. evenly through the 24 hours. So it means waking up at in the middle of the night. Yeah. And doing it too. I mean, I was very thankful that they didn't tack on any more trips to the hospital. Yeah. You know, I still only have to do the three a day and they just give me this new antibiotic. They give me the 424 because it's every six hours. So they give me four doses for a 24 hour period. When I pick your medicine up at three, then we just have to keep it in the refrigerator. And then one to two hours before we administer it, we have to pull it out of the fridge, bring it to room temperature. Which is also kind of a pain for I that one in the middle of the night. I think, <laughs> I think that's the hardest part yeah. is remembering. Yeah. Even so I looked cause I went into, I put my phone to work and I'm utilizing the reminders app and I went and set a really obnoxious ringtone to it because I was ignoring the other pretty ringtone I had set. So I went and did this obnoxious ringtone I have in just like one day, 18 reminders, wow. all based around your medication. All it's right. Crazy. Well, I am doing better. But you're doing fine. Things are going great. We're yeah. getting out more. We're having some more fun around here, which is always good. We are. We're getting to explore a little bit more and we're back to doing the podcast again. And we have an excellent show today. Because um, we hardly talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's going to be so good. We uh, first, I want to kick off this show, though, with something that the National Park Service shared on Facebook. It was actually Glacier National Park. And I'm just going to read this to you. They call it Mythbusters Banana Peel and Apple Core Edition. Myth, can I toss my banana peels, apple cores and other natural foods on the ground because they'll decompose? And I think a lot of us have made that argument. I'm on a trail. I eat an apple, I can just throw the core on the ground somewhere. And that's one more thing I don't have to pack out. Yeah. I've heard some well-respected hikers make that claim. But uh, they say that's busted. These natural food items will not decompose quickly. If animals don't eat the food waste, decomposition will likely take much longer than you expect. Some fruit products can take years to decompose depending on the environment that they're in. I I did not know that. I didn't know that. Mm -mm. And food waste is likely to be eaten by wildlife and increase habituation. You know, they'll start coming near those trails. They'll start, start spending time there. They'll start expecting it. For example, if you throw your apple core out the window of your car, it may encourage wildlife to search for foods along roads. The more the time they spend around the roads, of course, the higher the chances are that they're going to get hit by a car. So, um, you know, it's, it's not something we should be doing. We should be packing out 
everything we take into nature, of course, leave no trace. Reading all of this, like the decomposing stuff, I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, yeah, some stuff's going to take longer. But what I found the most sort of like impactful about this was I never thought about that idea that if you are just tossing your natural foods near a trail, near a road, and then the animal comes and eats the food near that trail or near that road, then you begin to put that animal at risk. You put yourself at risk. You put future hikers at risk. You put future drivers at risk of hitting an animal because they're going to come back to that space. Yeah. And a lot of the foods that we would be bringing into, say, a national park, they're not native to that park. I mean, there's not banana trees in Glacier National Park. I don't know what you're talking about. Doesn't Glacier so, have avocados? <laughs> that make any sense. That can cause, those seeds can plant, that can cause non-native plants to grow in that area. Those animals aren't used to that type of food. They may not be able to digest it properly. All that sort of stuff. And last but not least, nobody wants to see your decomposing apple or banana peel on a trail. In no, a, not really. In a, on their beautiful national park vacation. Not really. I have to say that across the board, National Park Service, Facebook pages, whoever's running all these different pages, they are so on point and so good at what they do. I aspire to be as witty as the National Park Service when they put these posts they, together. They have really good social media they, people. They really do. I want them to teach me their ways. I want to be their Padawan. All right. There's something else that's caught my attention this oh, week. Yes, I, I, I actually did a little write-up of it on the RV Miles website, so you can go check it out there. I love that this is what you chose to be like your first article back after <laughs> like five weeks of not writing anything. The Heimer Corporation, you, you might remember where there was a big to-do with the Irwinheimer, North America, with own road trek, they shut down. Who are you talking um, about? Huh? But Irwinheimer Group worldwide, the, the, the main entity was bought by Thor. Uh, and they weren't part of that whole debacle because they divested that company out of it. Irwinheimer is still a, a large RV manufacturer. They're the largest in Europe. And now that Thor owns them, Thor is the largest RV manufacturer in the world. Uh, so Heimer has all kinds of vehicles in Europe. And we may start seeing the Heimer nameplate again here in America, depending on what Thor does with it. Anyway, uh, Heimer has worked with the chemical giant BASF to create a new concept vehicle. And it's, it's a really interesting combination of two companies because what they're using BASF for is to come up with materials that are better suited to the RV of the future. So they came up with this concept vehicle called the Vision Venture. And it's a it's a class B on a Mercedes-Benz chassis, on a Sprinter van chassis. And it is, they say it's what RVs will look like in five years, really. It is really, really cool. It has a paint. This is part of that collaboration. It has a paint that, that insulates and keeps the surface temperature of your RV 20 degrees cooler and the interior of your RV five degrees cooler. It has 3D printed fender wells and, and all kinds of other things. 3D printed? Yeah. And that's crazy. That's not it though. What's What makes this a wonderful looking RV is the layout. 
It you has, had my dad sold. Dad wants one, and that's that was surprising. It has everything a class B needs. It's it's modular inside. You can actually move. They've got like these long slats, like you would have at a a retail shop, where you you know you put the different hangers on and you can move them around Ooh. to display stuff. It's got sort of a system like that where you can move shelving pieces around your your TV mount and all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's can move really around. Cool. It's almost like IKEA went in there and was like, if IKEA was allowed to like design the inside of a van, right. that's what IKEA would do. It pops up, basically has a second story. So it's like a loft bed. The loft bed has springs under it, and there's a bed below. So you can sleep a decent amount of people in this thing. My favorite part though is it has an expanding bathroom. So when you go to take a shower, you can actually swing the bathroom wall open on an angle a couple of feet and you get all kinds more space in a tiny class B bathroom. That's How cool amazing. is that? I'm so glad you said shower because <laughs> that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Not to be crass or anything, but I was like, Jason, what? Don't go there. (laughs) It also has, it has a back deck. So there's a flap in the back that that comes down and it has a barbecue grill that pulls out of that, slides out of it. So it's basically got an outdoor kitchen built into it. All kinds of cool, cool features. It's all your dream. It's all your dream stuff. It's four wheel drive. How much is that? Uh, they're thinking it's going to be around $250,000. Oh, that's it? That's all. Oh, uh, oh, well, let me go get my, let me go but, get a deposit on it now. You know, it's a concept vehicle. It might never get made. They might make vehicles very similar to this in five years. They may take some things they liked and some things they didn't. But I think this floor plan is, is pretty, pretty sleek. Do they need anyone to test out this concept vehicle? Because I'm available. <laughs> right? Well, I'm, in, I'm available in about 21 days. Maybe, maybe more like two or three more months. Also but. love that the whole, the whole back half, the back end, it's all like wraparound glass. So you oh, get, so it looks and feels bigger. Yeah. And you get pristine views out, yeah. the, out the back. Can we, can I just tell you what I love the most about it? What? The lack of swoops and swirls. I mean, the look is, is the look is so sleek. good. That green is so solid. Yeah. Do that all day long and I will be happy. (laughs) All right. That's what caught our eye this week. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have the answer to last week's brain teaser and a whole lot more. RV Miles is sponsored by PelicanCoolers.com. Okay, so there's we've got a six foot truck bed on our on our truck that pulls our RV, and you know, know it's it. not a lot of space back there. We've got it's got a, a, a lid on it, well, got when a big you, trunk lid. When you put the wagon back there, <laughs> we, we lose a lot we, of space. We've got the we've got the the blue boy wagon back there. Yeah, we do. Now we also maybe don't need Jack's electronic drums well, back there anymore. That's a com- that's not a conversation what, for this moment. What I was going to say is if you have a short bed truck and if you're an RVer, you're very discerning about the things that get a permanent space in that truck bed. Yes. A drum set 
might not be one of them things, but yeah, people might not think we're the best to talk about this right now (laughs) because we just admitted that we've got an electronic drum set back there. But I'll tell you what does belong there and is the one thing that will always stay there is having our Pelican cooler. Amen. We love having a cooler with us at all times. It is so handy to be able to take uh, take our lunches out, not have to go buy lunch somewhere. It's so handy to pick up groceries from the grocery store and put the cold stuff in a cooler so you know it'll be ice cold when you get back to the RV, even if you're not going to make it back right away. I put the styrofoam cooler that had your medication into the Pelican cooler <laughs> today because I really wanted to make sure that your medication stayed nice and cold. So when I knew it would, if I put it in my Pelican cooler. And you know what? It's fall. It's football time, tailgating. Nothing better for tailgating than a Pelican cooler. Go Bears. Pelican coolers are made in America. They're lighter than many other premium coolers. And RV Miles listeners can get a free tumbler with any purchase over at pelicancoolers.com. Slash RV Miles. Slash RV Miles. So just go over pelicancoolers.com slash RV Miles and pick up your free tumbler with any hard-sided cooler purchase. And we are also brought to you by Road Trippers. Road Trippers lets you plan your perfect road trip and fill in your route with personalized stops along the way. Road Trippers Plus lets you add up to 150 waypoints on your journey, and it's only $6.99 a month or $29.99 a year. And podcast listeners can get 20% off that annual subscription using code RVMILESPROMO. That's all one word, RVMILESPROMO for 20% off Road Trippers Plus. Visit roadtrippers.com slash plus offer to take advantage of 20% off with code RVMILESPROMO. Okay, it's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. In which sport do you use shoes made completely out of metal? People went crazy. We had a, for l- this we had this a lot of right been- answers. On. We had a couple close answers that weren't quite right. But no, I, this was like our most popular they had the idea. Yeah. The answer is horseshoes. I love that game. Yeah. That game is so Throw dangerous though, but I really love that game. <laughs> we had a couple answers that were like horse racing. Hey, which fair enough. That's I, close. I, I guess there could be considered. You know, well, I mean, you know, you, in the, order for that to happen, though, you do have to have the horse. You do have to have the jockey. If you are horse racing, though, if you're participating in horse racing, you don't use shoes completely out of metal. The horse does. In horseshoes, you're using horseshoes. Of course, yes. you're probably wearing regular shoes. Well, I, <laughs> you, you could know, be barefoot. Hey, look, you don't know. Our winner is Javier S. from Louisiana, who will receive a Not All Who Wander Our Lost t-shirt. And you can pick up your own Not All Who Wander Our Lost t-shirt over at the RV Miles Teespring store. We'll link to it in the show notes. Okay, it's time for our segment where we ask you to call in and give us some information on a specific topic of our choice. This is the first time we have done this. This is the very first cell service segment for RV miles. Cell service is hopefully going to be a recurring theme, but we need more people to call in. Don't be afraid of us. (laughs) I promise I won't answer. But we do, we do have, uh, we do have three great recommendations for gear that people are, are liking out there. They can't live without 
So let's go ahead and just start with the first one. Hey, Jason, Tom Fury here. My favorite piece of camping gear is an idea I got from you. It's the BioLite fire pit. I love this thing. Since I got this thing, I no longer even bring a propane grill because it's so quick to start a charcoal fire, and it's fantastic. And then I can just drop that grill down and turn it into a fire pit. That blower that's on, it just supercharges the fire. You can literally get a charcoal fire from nothing ready to cook in five minutes. You eat, and then you throw your wood on there, and you got a fire pit. Fantastic stuff. Thank you, guys. Hope you're feeling better, Jason. Take care. I love Tom's enthusiasm for that BioLite fire pit. It is. That is so good. The man loves that fire pit. You can just hear it in his voice. Thanks, Tom. I am incredibly jealous because I really want a BioLite fire pit. Yeah, you, he was giving me side eye the whole time, Tom. So we, this was on uh, our one of our gear guides last year. I think actually, I think it was our 2017 maybe gear guide. That's how long you have been salivating. For one of it's these. what it is. It's a portable, a, a portable wood fire pit that you can also use charcoal in, and it's got a fan built into it, and the fan puts oxygen into the fire, so the fire burns really efficiently. There's much less, if if any, smoke, and the wood burns down to nothing. There's hardly any ash in the end, and you know when you're somewhere where there's no fire pit, it's a it's a way to have a fire pit. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Maybe this is the year you get one. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I can get a little sympathy. Yeah. I'm looking over. Present here. I'm looking at you in that sad little (laughs) helmet you wear, and maybe this is the year you get one. All right. Let's roll another one. Hi. This is Stephanie. Um, I just started listening to your uh, podcast, and I heard you guys talk about the cell service. So I wanted to call in and let y'all know what we love um, that we love to bring with us. We just started uh, full-time living this year in May, but we've been kind of on the road on and off with my husband's job for the last two years. And some of the things uh, that are brand new to us have been our favorite, well, brand new since May, um, are currently our favorite. We got an OTR mobile device for a hotspot um, for all of our devices. Our, our specific device can, I think, hold up to 15 um, mobile units or things, cell phones, computers, things like that. Um, and so through the AT&T network, and so far, we absolutely love it. It, um, it had great signal everywhere we've taken it, which has been primarily Texas this summer. Uh, we're headed up to Colorado, so we'll let you know how that goes as we, as we go up. But um, we've had zero problems with cell service. We've had really fast, reliable Internet, which has been really great for my husband's job. He has to upload a lot of photos and things like that, and so it's worked really, really well for him. We have been originally just using the hotspots on our phone, but we had issues with data throttling once we hit our limit, and we had issues with service. And we have Verizon Wireless. So it's not that service is bad. It's just that the service has been better. We've had zero data throttling. It's completely unlimited. We've had zero issues with um, connectivity and speed. And 
we have absolutely loved it. So it's OTR. Uh, we also, it's only 60 bucks a month. It's a free paid service, but it's, it's phenomenal. I want to pause it right there for a second because she also has another recommendation that I think is interesting as well. First off, welcome to full-timing before we even get into yes. yeah, congratulations. Welcome. Yeah, congratulations on going full-time. We hope that you have been enjoying your time in Colorado. I'd love to know how that was working for you once you got up into higher elevations and out of Texas. You know, when we started out, all we heard from everybody was, Verizon, 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 you have to be on Verizon. Mm -hmm. And uh, we aren't with uh, with OTR. OTR stands for over the road, by the way, and they're a great company and they're a great option for Internet. Um, you all know we have the the Togo Road Link, which is kind of an expensive investment up front, but it's a little cheaper on the back end on, on the back end. Um, but it's also with AT&T. And before we had this, we had the AT the, the Mobley through AT&T. And so we're all, you know, using the same, the same service here. And I have to say, I've been very happy with AT&T. I've been surprisingly satisfied. It, wherever we get a signal, it has worked very well. Where Verizon, we do get, there are, there have been a few places where we have only been able to get a Verizon signal because we have Verizon phones as a backup. I think it is nice to have two carriers. And we did what she did. We we started out just using our two Verizon phones. Oh, and that got tough really fast. It did. We were in a lot of Starbucks and McDonald's yes. working. Not that I mind going to Starbucks, but <laughs> I don't I don't like it when I have to go upload a podcast. But uh and somebody somebody had had commented uh today on my video about the Togo, uh, wondering what the AT&T speeds are that we're getting. And we are getting about 13 to 14 megabits per second on the download and about uh, 7 to 10 on the upload, which is pretty good. It's enough for us to, I mean, we, we could watch two HD movies in different rooms at the same time. Well, I mean, today we've had the, we've had Netflix going on the TV because I'm back to watching all of the Great British Baking Show again. So I just started it over. It's like my version of the West Wing. You have the West Wing. I have the Great British Baking Show. The kids were both on the computers playing Roblox or watching videos on YouTube. And Henry was in the back on the Xbox watching YouTube. So, so <laughs> we've got all on the network. five devices streaming video. And at the same time. Nobody had any issues. No, not at all. It was pretty so, awesome. So, yeah, I, I can't say enough about how well AT&T has worked for us. And I'm glad to hear that this is working out really well for them because I know mm -hmm. that that can be a really stressful component when you first start out on the road, either for an extended trip or full timing. And you do have to continue to work and your work is all Internet based. I know that that can be a really stressful in the beginning. So I'm glad to hear that it's working out so well for them. OK, I'm going to play her second suggestion. Um, but I have to say, <laughs> Stephanie's message went on for uh, over three minutes and the, the voicemail cuts off at three minutes. So we, we don't get the end of this, but. We also have found that we are currently madly in love with our Berkey water filter. I know either this week or last week, I'm a few behind. Y'all talked about um, the jug that you carry around, but the Berkey filter is another one that's really, really awesome. And we have found one that it honestly sounds very similar for the filters and things like that. 
Um, but we have found one that the water tastes way better. We even like it better than the bottled water. We were, I was sick. I do the grocery shopping, and I was sick of grabbing two cases of water and either one trying to find space for it or two going to the store like two or three times a week just for water. And that's so the end of it. Really nice. So uh, Berkey water filter something we've seen lots and lots of people talking about, mm-hmm. especially full-timers, really loving as a way to get good, clean drinking water at a campground. Uh, I've never used one, but I know a lot of people swear by them. Um, she really likes it. Yeah. So, I mean, there you have it. Yeah, so check them out. All Thank right. you for that, by the way. Thank you for sharing two things that you really love. That was nice to have. All right, one final Hi, Jason and Abby. My name is Dallas Meyer. My husband and I own an RV. Uh, It's a Class C, and we're really enjoying it. And we're also enjoying listening to your podcast and the National Parks podcast. Um, The equipment or the camping gear that I could not leave without is my trekking poles because we like to hike and I have some difficulty walking um, by myself with balance, and without those poles, I couldn't hike. So if I forget those, we turn around. You know, I was somebody who kind of poo-pooed the idea of, of trekking poles for a while. You're such a snob. But now that we have them. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't got to tell me. They're so great. I you don't mean, have to tell me and you don't have to tell Dallas. I, we both know. They really do make a difference, not only in helping you keep your balance on rocky trails, on trails that have slopes and all that, but they really do just help support your body. And I find that my energy level, my stamina is longer Yeah. when you, I have something that I'm holding on to that's kind of just sort of working with me to continue down the trail. And I love that a, thank you very much for listening to both podcasts. That's very nice. And we're very appreciative of everyone who's called in and everyone who listens. Thank you. I also really like that. She just was, you know, we turn around, we will go. She, (laughs) this is how important these polls are to her and how they assist in her enjoyment of the camping lifestyle. And I think that that's really important. One of the things we wanted to do with this segment and hopefully with cell service in general is that this is such a unique way to experience life and everyone does it so differently. And, and there are so many different things that are important to people that it's just fun to kind of remember that we can all do this, but we all kind of march to our own tune. So I'm so glad that she loves those hiking poles. I know now we're probably going to get a BioLite. And I'm really happy that we've got some full-timers staying connected. All right. We wanted to flesh this out a little bit more with two of our suggestions. What are the two pieces of gear that we can't live without? Abby's is pretty obvious. I don't even know why I have to say it. I can't live without my coffee pot. Now, Jason tried to argue this with me before we sat down to record that a coffee pot is not a piece of camping gear. 
And nah, he quickly lost. I realize I'm wrong. Yes, yeah, he I'm lost wrong. that argument immediately because yeah. I said, you can have your coffee pot. You can have a French press. You can have a pour over. You can have a percolator. You can go to any camping outdoor gear store and they're going to have collapsible coffee pots that you can put into your backpack to take out into the back country. Now we bought, I, I bought Abby as a, a, a gift. A coffee pot. Uh, this coffee pot <laughs> that we beautiful. have now. And, you know, I was thinking it would be really great for what we're doing. It's, you can adjust. It's like a four in one. You can adjust the height of the base. So you mm-hmm. can put the coffee pot in or you can put a mug in a travel um, mug a just a regular old coffee mug you can do a pour over mm -hmm. with it but it doesn't have two really important things that are pretty common on electric coffee makers or that we're finding we wish we had right Right. it doesn't have the base that warms the the coffee that keeps it warm so you have to drink it right away and it doesn't have a clock or a timer. Timer. And so, I do wish we had a timer right now, just considering that I would really like when, you know, I get up, I wake up at um, 5.30 to take your medicine out of the fridge. And then I leave about six, in between 6.15 and 6.30 to go to the hospital to get your medicine for that morning dose. And I would just really love to be waking up to the smell of coffee. It's such a, it's such a small little blip yeah. in my life. I realized because all, what I've been doing is I just prep it at night and then all I have to do is turn it on. But I would really love to wake up to the smell of coffee because I have to say when we were at the hotel, that, that one little moment I had before I had to leave in the morning, I would go downstairs. Coffee was already made. I just made a cup, poured it in and left. And I don't know. Anyway, that has anyway, nothing this, to do this, with any of this. It's a Black & Decker model. We're we're currently looking for a, a new coffee maker. We're shopping around. If anybody knows of a good one that they like, we're looking for, you know, a small, like a five cup. Right. But I'm not paying 90 bucks for it. Right. Like I got, I got limits. On, <laughs> I'll go invest most of that into my Starbucks card before I buy another coffee pot. All right, Jay. What is your piece of gear that currently you cannot live without? And you can't say me because I know that's, that's oh, such an obvious that answer. Is, it is it's you. so obvious. Uh, yeah, I've been going back and forth on this. I'm going to have to go with the Blackstone Grill. That's not a surprise. <laughs> it is so convenient to cook on a Blackstone Griddle. I, I don't know where it's been all my life because... All sorts of camping type foods and foods that you couldn't cook camping easily before because, you know, on a grill, Bacon. stuff falls through it. Bacon. You can you can cook on the Blackstone and it cleans in seconds. I think that anyone who has been listening to this podcast for a, a decent period of time is not finding it surprising that the two things we cannot live without are food and drink related. <laughs> That's very true. Ooh, that really just says a lot about what we, what we like to do as campers. My only issue with the Blackstone is that we have the 17 inch model and I wish we had, I don't want a lot more weight. I don't want something a whole lot bigger, but I do wish we had the two burner model. This that's a little bit wider. I think it's the 21 inch model. It'd be, why? Just a little bit more room for food. Because right now I have to, I have to you sort can't of. can't get a whole pack of bacon on there. <laughs> well, right. Well, I have to cook sort of one thing at a time. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I would love to be able to cook bacon and eggs at the same time or bacon and pancakes at the same time. You know what I want you to make for me when you are 
back to just normal life is I want you to whip up some crazy good chicken fried rice out on that black oh, stuff. Yeah. I bet that will be so be good. Great. I don't know why I'm craving that so hard right now. And it is like 11 o'clock I on a Friday. I fried rice. And I just don't even know where I could find something like that. And why not? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. There is not a Panda Express to be found anywhere. When I worked downtown Chicago, I used to go to Panda Express and get like I a $3 fried rice you for my lunch. You think that's the only Chinese restaurants out there is at Panda <laughs> Express. And I can't convince well, you Well, it was the only one by where I worked. Okay. Yeah. I, that was <laughs> and like, it was a long walk to that. <laughs> that was like 20 years ago. And you still, that's your. It was like six years ago. Oh. Uh, Wait, you're talking about when you were teaching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was a long way around the Anyway, back. that is cell service for, for this iteration. And we'll be having a new one in a few months, hopefully with a few more calls. Um, Gosh, Jason, would you like more people to call? I would. Okay. I would. I feel, I feel left out. Why? I feel like people don't want to talk to me. They don't, honey. That's the whole point. We don't everybody want wants, to Everybody wants to talk online. They don't, we don't want them to think we'll answer. <laughs> We're not going to answer. They don't have to be afraid of anything. That's true. All right. It's time to check in with our friend, Sean Martinez. Sean is a, Sean's a longtime listener and he was nice enough to offer to record his visit to the 36th annual Portland Fall RV and Van Show. It's the largest show, largest RV show in, in the Northwest. And I think he's got some really interesting thoughts. They're all just little short clips of him walking through different RVs and he introduces them. So it's going to be just sort of a, a succession of, of short little clips. Um, and he went with his daughter, Eliza, and she's super cute. Um, we also have photos of all the RVs that he visited on the show notes page. So if you, and we will actually get those show notes up at a decent time. <laughs> I promise it will not be five days post show. Have we? I don't think we've. Done I don't even show. think we did last week's yet, Jason. <laughs> yes, we so. did. We didn't do did last we? week's America's National Parks yet. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> just, please give us a lot of rope. Yeah. Well, we we attempt, we're trying. We're trying. But uh, we'll have the photos of all the different RVs he looked at in the show notes and in the same order as he goes through them. So you can go check them out there as you're listening or after or whatever. So without further ado, here is Sean Martinez at the Portland RV show. Hey guys, this is Sean and I'm here with Eliza, <laughs> Eliza and we're at the 36th annual Portland RV show at the Portland Expo Center. So right now we're just walking in. Uh, we're in the parking lot. There's a bunch of different vendors here. Um, a lot of different makes and models. Now we're going to head inside and see what's going on inside. Right now we're looking at a fifth wheel. It's a light by open range. And I just noticed right outside that it is uh, pre-wired with Wi-Fi from Mobile Vision and RV Link, and I thought that was pretty cool. And it also says that it's, uh, it comes with a 95 watt portable solar charger. We're walking inside of the uh, hideout by Keystone. This is a 29DFSWE with a cold mountain package. So we thought this one was pretty neat because it has a hidden pantry um, it's got an indoor and an outdoor fireplace. There's a hidden pantry here. You open, you pull it open, and it actually will um, have an extra area for you to store your food. That's 
looking in the kitchen area, it has a road vac by intervac. So it's got a uh, built-in vacuum system. That's pretty nice. We're looking at, uh, was 32,006. We're looking at 26,985. It's got two, two bunk beds. Yeah, it's nice. Good slide out. Here we have a vintage cruiser by Gulfstream. It's made to kind of look like a canned ham. Uh, it's got the baby moon hubcaps, white wall tires. Looks real similar to ours. We have a 1958 Santa Fe travel trailer. So coming inside, got a couple steps up here. First thing I notice is the diner style upholstery on the seats. Very retro. Big stainless sink, which is nice. And then it's got red and white kind of checkerboard backsplash area behind the stove. Continues the theme of the vintage trailer. Got a, still got a microwave and a TV mount. What do you think, Eliza? Do you like this one? Yeah. On the larger side here, we're looking at a uh, Aspire by Integra. Uh, stepping up here, this is a big, big coach. This thing is huge inside. Let's see, this is um, MSRP of 449 and its show price is 379 Eliza, stay here, please. And it's saying here that it's 261 inch. Um, this thing has a huge kitchen, full-size fridge high gloss tile on the floor in a very large bathroom. Yay! What do you think about this one? This one is cute. <laughs> Pretty large. What is it? This one. What is it? It's a little tiny trailer. Oh. We're looking at the Margo right now from Arrow Teardrops. And these are actually a local company that uh, we've seen these trailers out on the road and we, we drive by sometimes. So uh, we've got a starting price of 12,009 and this has a total of 16,002. We're gonna check it out inside. It's a, a tiny teardrop type trailer. It's uh, my four-year-old's favorite. What do you think about this one, Eliza? Cool. What do you see? We've crawled up in the top of the Jupiter by Aero Trailers, and we're actually about seven or eight feet up off the ground right now. What do you think about this, Eliza? Uh, cute. Yeah? What is your favorite part of this one? I like So we're inside of a, it's like a pop-up type tr um, tent on top of this trailer, and I'm about six foot. And I'm laying down, there's still a foot and a half of room above my head when I lay down in here. So there's plenty of room on this. It's pretty awesome. And in the main part of the cabin, it's got another um, another bed that can fold out, but it's also got a table that pops up. And it looks like there's plenty of room in there. What do you think? You think you could sit in here and eat breakfast on a rainy day? Yeah. Yeah? Is there enough room to eat? Yeah. What do you see right here? Look, it changed colors. What is it's that? Just, it changes colors. Oh, but what is this? This is a radio. You are correct. That's nice. Do you know what this is above our head? A fan. Yeah. We just crawled up into the fleet model 
by four-wheel pop-up campers. And this fits in the back of what they're calling mini trucks, a short six-foot bed. Looks like the base model price is $18.9 on this. It's got everything you need in here. Looking at a little dinette, a bed, a bed that pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Kitchenette, two burners, small sink here, and a mini fridge. This would fit right in the back of your pickup truck. Looking up in the at the ceiling, it's actually got two fans in the ceiling. And a canvas type pop-up that makes it taller. That's pretty cool, huh? Eliza, what do you think about this one? It's nice. <laughs> So the most futuristic front end award goes to the Vegas by Thor. Where, it turned off? Oh, I hope it's turned off because we don't drive away. Are you driving? <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, 27.7 foot. We're looking at suggested retail price of 128,534, and the show price is 79.999. Well, and push a button. If it doesn't work, we I would like to push a button, and it doesn't work. Oh. Another teardrop manufacturer we're checking out is T at G. This is the Boondock Edge. The thing that I I like about this, well, it's got a bump and stereo system going right now on the kitchenette on the back, but on the main door. It's got two main doors, but on the left side door is a circular window. And uh, there's a really cool shade in the window that is made of white plastic. And imagine that you've got a pie that's divided into maybe 40 pieces. And half of the pie spins a small amount to make it so that you can see through the pie and then you spin it another couple degrees and it blocks all the light out because the pie slices overlap each other. It's called a closures. That's pretty cool. Can I do it? On the chalet style pop-ups we're looking at the 2020 Expedition by Outliner. And what makes this unique is that you have your pop-up chalet style with a triangle on the center but there are also two pop-ups on each end of the triangle that make the living space taller on the inside, on the front and the back. It's a cool concept. We, we picked this one just because of the name. We've got a 2019 Ghost 34DS. This is considered a class Super C motorhome. I'm looking at MSRP of 273 and the show price is one 78547. The material on the seats is really nice. It's kind of like a um, very light brown, almost white, and it's got the simulated wood grain tile throughout. What do you think, Eliza? Yeah. You like this? Yeah. What do you like about this one? A kitchen sink. You like the kitchen sink? Yeah. Yeah. So the salesman just said that this is a steel frame, not aluminum, and that it's a diesel. It's about 11 miles per gallon. This is a toy hauler. 
a toy. I like a toy hauler. Yeah. So right now we're in a, a no boundaries toy hauler travel trailer. Looks like it's a 2020 no boundaries 19.1 MSRP is 33,866. Or I got it for 26,895 now. It's got plenty of room for your toys, and then the uh, rear rear deck's folded down right now, and you can hang out on the rear deck. It's got a looks like it's got a one bed that folds down in the toy area, and then they've got your main bed up front, and the kitchen is right on top of the bed area, which is kind of interesting. Look at the bathroom. What do you see in the bathroom? A fan. Yeah, and a little toilet. Yeah, and a bathtub. Bathtub. You think? You like this? Yeah. Oh. So this one is saying that it's wired for solar through Go Power for a maximum of 30 amps. It looks like a pirate ship. It doesn't have flag. A pirate ship without a flag? Would you get a pirate ship flag on this if we had it? Yeah. Yeah. What would we haul in here? Pirate. <laughs> Pirates. While we were in the no boundaries section, we found this little no boundaries 10.6 it's a 2020 and um looks like 23,005 msrp for 21.2 at the show but what it's like a mini toy hauler and i'm trying to figure it out it's got a fold down ramp it's pretty small but i'd imagine your dirt bikes would be able to fit in there that's about it maybe a quad maybe a quad but um it's got a a tent on the top that folds out. You've got a pretty good sleeping area up there. I see an air conditioning unit on the roof. And uh, there's some cushions that you can throw down in the toy hauler compartment that you can make another bed that you can sit inside. And there's some cabinetry in there. Um, this thing's pretty slick. It's tiny, but it would do you for if you just had a couple small toys. It's got some big meaty uh, off-road looking tires on it. Uh, propane tank up front and got some storage. Uh, it's got a kayak rack mounted to it right now and a, and a uh, canopy. And when we walk around to the right side, it's got a slide out uh, kitchenette with two burners. And then it's got a Dometic cooler in there. That's a pretty neat unit. Huh, this is cool. We can camp in here. We could camp in here. And we can put food. We can sleep. All right, we want to thank Sean again for for doing that for us. He was he was really offering to take something off our plate, and it was uh, so nice. And it was above and beyond. And it, I thought it, he had really neat insights about about some really very different RVs, mostly trailers, but but still, yeah. I, so this is one of the things I loved about this more so than where he was going or anything was that I am excited anytime we can make. RV miles less about us, which I know everyone's probably laughing right now because it's been a lot about us lately. But anytime we can make it less about us and more about the people that are a part of this community. And so getting an opportunity to hear from Sean or having everyone call in for a cell service, just getting to broaden the voices that come on this show is really, really important to me. And so I just really appreciate that he took the time to do that and invite us into the experience that he was having at the RV show. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have our fresh tank, black tank segment. And it's going to be intense. A new brain teaser. Be, be right, right back. back. 
RV Miles is brought to you by Wholesale Warranties. RVs break down, trust us on this one. And with repair costs averaging $300 an hour between parts and labor, there's no time like the present to protect your life on the road with Wholesale Warranties. Wholesale Warranties is the leading provider of warranty protection in the RV community. With a focus on reliable coverage and customer service, Wholesale Warranties keeps you on the road where you belong. Don't let repair bills sideline your RV trip. Your RV will break, but with Wholesale Warranties, your budget doesn't have to. Get a free quote today so you can travel with peace of mind tomorrow. Visit WholesaleWarranties.com or call 800-939-2806 for your free quote. And we are also brought to you by our friends over at RV Repair Club. Whether you're already on the road, planning your next trip, or thinking about installing a few upgrades, RV Repair Club has you covered with step-by-step videos designed to make navigating the lifestyle a breeze. Have a question about your air conditioner? Well, there's a video for that. Or maybe you want to talk battery bank. There's a video for that too. RV Repair Club's premium membership features thousands of professional how-to videos that will keep you informed and on the road. Unlock your premium membership today and head over to rvrepairclub.com and use code RVMILES at checkout to save 90% off your first year. A full year of premium membership is only $5 for RV Miles listeners. rvrepairclub.com and enter coupon code RVMILES, that's all one word, to save 90% off your premium membership with RV Repair Club. All right, it's time for Fresh Tank, Black Tank, the segment of the show where we talk about the things we love and the things that we aren't loving this week in the world. Abby, what is your Black Tank? So my Black Tank this week is one that's really got me super confused as to what it means to be a driver here in Minot, North Dakota. For whatever reason... Their, their lack of stop signs in this city, I just, I don't understand it. Okay, I'm black tanking whoever makes these decisions because what is happening at four-way intersections in this city is that traffic might be going east and west. They're going one way. They don't have to stop. They've got nothing. But those of us going north and south, we're given yield signs, not stop signs, but yield signs. And sometimes instead of it being a four-way stop, it's four yield signs. And I don't understand. When you're yielding, you're yielding for the traffic that's coming towards you. But I've never seen that like in in a compact city like center area. There are almost no stop signs here. No. It's, it's all yield signs. It's, it's strange. And the other day, the, this guy and I both we're going North and South. We both come up to the yield sign. He's wanting to go straight. I want to go left. Who goes first? It, we're just looking at each other. I mean, I assume it's supposed to treat it as a stop sign at that point. But the problem is, is that because they're yield signs, people aren't like coming to a complete stop at them. No. Now, <laughs> if I am going in the direction that doesn't have the yield sign and 
we've had what almost two or three times and you- someone almost hit us because they're just they're they're yielding because what happens is a lot of times they're blind intersections in the sense that you don't know someone's coming from the north south direction and you're going east west till they're almost up on you and if you're yielding you're not fully stopping and you don't know if they have a yield sign either so you might have no signs and not realize they have a yield or this is crazy cray i would be expecting in dallas (laughs) okay i expect this from dallas texas drivers (laughs) i do not expect this in my not north well it's a the dakotas are a little crazy too like south dakota has you know 80 mile an hour highways with driveways on it but this just feels like somebody was like we didn't order enough stop signs for the city of Minot. So what do we have in the back? (laughs) Oh, we've got yield signs. Okay, look, I need you to go put these at all the major intersections, save the stop signs for like the streets nobody uses. We'll get better usage out of them. So while I love you, Minot, North Dakota, for how kind and, and welcoming you have been to our family and for the hospital that is caring for my husband, you need to figure out what is going on with your stop signs and your yield signs in this city. All right, what's your fresh tank? So my fresh tank this week goes to, we got a package in the mail from our friends, Anne, Laura, and Hillary. And they are um, artists that we had worked with in a theater company we were a part of back in the day. And they sent us this little care package. And inside of it was this coloring book called This Annoying Life, a coloring book for highly stressed adults. (laughs) And it is the most amazing coloring book I have ever seen. There are pictures that just depict a very annoying and stressful life as an adult. For instance, like there's this one of like, it's like a playground and the dad is trying to go down the slide with his kid, but like his pants are falling off, which is such a typical. Then there's like dad butt crack, like on the slide. There's one where it's like a, a depicts two adults trying to put Ikea furniture together and the furniture is just laid out all over the place and there's utter frustration on their faces. There's a picture of like a casserole with a broken plastic fork like stuck inside the casserole. I mean, it's just, it's the most amazing coloring book. And we laughed so hard when we opened it up because it just, it, you look at it and you go, oh, this is like real life coloring book. What's the one where it's just like a total black page? What was that? Do you remember? Oh, it was instead of, instead of, you know, being lines you color in, it was all black. And then you color in, it said like 4.30 a.m., like a, a digital clock <laughs> yeah. face and, and two eyeballs <laughs> wide open. That's right. so, it's so good. I've never seen this before, but it's called This Annoying Life, a coloring book for highly stressed adults. I absolutely recommend it for anyone you know who just needs a really good laugh while they're going through something. So that gets my fresh tank for this week. Jason, what is your black tank this week? Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, I came up with two fresh tanks and forgot to do black tank. So what you're saying to me is that you are like... Freshy fresh. I don't, I'm, I'm positive this week. I I just don't have anything negative to talk about right now. That is such a post brain surgery (laughs) thing to say. I can't even with you right now. So you're going to let me complain and complain about Minot's 
roads. This is, and then was, you're going to drop two fresh tanks. It, it was, I see you. I see you. <laughs> it was a complete accident. Okay. Uh, hey, Jason, so what's I'll your just, two? No. I'll just give you two fresh tanks. Yeah, Jason, what's your two fresh tanks right, this week? Number one, NFL great Dan Marino is teaming up with RV Advisor. RV Advisor is like a, a membership club for RV owners, and I think they own a dealership as well. They're working together to send 10 trailers to the Bahamas for Hurricane Dorian relief. I thought that was pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool, too. Is uh, is Snowflake part of this? <laughs> Ace Ventura reference. I, I got you know, that. I, I got you that. got it? Oh, good. <laughs> I oh, Laces out, Dan. Laces out. That's really awesome. And I'm glad that he's stepping up and RV Advisor is stepping up to help, too, because they need every, every ounce of help that they can get in the Bahamas right now. My other fresh tank. This is something that I have noticed here in North Dakota that I have never seen before. I would say in the, in the RV parks we've been to maybe uh, 15% of the RVs that are in them have been these ice house trailers. I know. I love the little like pointed. They're so cool. They're ice houses. So you can, you know, take them onto a frozen lake and there's holes inside. You can open up and, and, not fish today. through not today Dan. but Mm-mm. but what i love about them is that the whole body cranks down so that it all touches the ground so if you're out on the ice it you know obviously ha- the floor has to get to the ground so you can that so you can fish I through can't. it but what i love is then you know that's warmer in the winter because you don't have the wind sweeping right. underneath it and I imagine they're pretty well insulated and you see the we're actually right next to a dealership in this campground. The dealerships up here have tons of them. They're, they're made by the biggest manufacturers and uh, there's some boutique brands as well. If we end up staying here much longer, we might have to like rent one because it's going to get really, really cold. (laughs) I hope we're not here when lakes are freezing over. Anyway, it's a type of trailer I I think some people might not know about. And I think it's a a good option, even if you aren't going to use it on ice. I think there might be some other applications for, you know, cold weather camping in general. I want to go tour a few while we're here. Yeah, let's take a look at one. Yeah, just pop over there. So, okay, well, that was that was super fresh. So you are so fresh that you're super fresh. Why don't you continue with all this positive freshness and give us a brain teaser for this week? A rich old lady died and left all her money to her grandchildren and her children. At the end of the will, she stated that she had one last thing to give away, her precious diamond. She gave a clue to where it might be. She said it's in a cylinder surrounded by a thousand squares. One grandchild said, I know where it is and found it. Where was it? If you know the answer, you could win a Not All Who Wander Our Lost t-shirt. Go over to the show notes at rvmiles.com slash 110. And there will be a form at the bottom of the show notes that you can fill out. Or you can go to rvmiles.com slash brain teaser and enter there. There you go. And there we go. That's this is, it. This is it. Let's be done. Friday the 13th in the bag, episode 110. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. You can always find us over at editor at rvmiles.com. If you have any questions or suggestions, we super love to hear from you. And of course, we are all across the social medias. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. 
And I want to shout out to the America's National Parks Facebook group that we run as well, which just reached over 30,000 members. What? what? If you I just raised in, the roof on that. Come Ooh. join us over there because people are sharing the most amazing pictures in that group and you can just spend all day. And it's just as amazing as the RV Miles Facebook group. And if you are not in that little engine that could, you need to come on over and be there because we have added a couple of moderators who are not Jason and I, who are very, very fun and very active in the group. And they are really keeping things going for us as we have had to step out a little bit. And we would love to have you join us over there. Of course, you can find Jason and I and our personal travels over at ourwanderingfamily.com and across social media as well. America's National Parks podcast is going to be all new this week. When that's going to happen, well, that's anybody's guess, <laughs> but it'll be there eventually. So until then, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the light and love and support you continue to send to Jason and you continue to send to our family. We feel it every single day and it helps keep our heads above water. So while we are unable to do it, we hope that you are going out and you are logging those RV miles. Bye-bye. <laughs> Did they take a piece of your brain out? <laughs> what is that? <laughs>